Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends, it's Blaze, and this is the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. This week, I want to talk about the voices that we have in our heads, and not in the schizophrenic, like crazy town way, but I want to talk about all of the ways that we talk to ourselves and the the people or the ideas that we assign to certain thoughts. Have you ever noticed that in certain situations, you will think of certain phrases or memories that come to mind. You'll talk to yourself in a certain way. You'll either talk to yourself through something like, hey, Blaze, you can do it. You're going to make it through this. Or you might find that you're hearing the person saying, oh, I can't believe you even tried this. You're so stupid. What what the heck's wrong with you? We all have this kind of inner dialogue going all the time. And who are those voices right? Who do we associate? How did they even come into being these thoughts that we can kind of rely on to be there? So I know in prior podcasts, I've talked about this idea that I have that I'm such a lazy person, which actually, it's interesting. I don't feel quite that way anymore. I'm realizing that I'm not so lazy. But for a very long time, and even a little bit now, the thought will come in, gosh, you're being so lazy. People are going to judge you. I can't believe you didn't get this done. Gosh, if you don't get up and do this right now, some terrible thing is going to happen or, you know, someone's going to be disappointed. You're being such a disappointing parent or wife or just housekeeper, just anything, right? It'll come up. And I think of that as the laziness voice. Where did this come from? (laughs) And how long has it been there? And how many of these different um, scripts, I guess I could say, do I have in my head? And then actually, more importantly, I want to talk about what do we do to live with them, to be able to have an understanding of what they are and not let these voices necessarily run our lives or be able to forge a relationship with the more useful voices, <laughs> the more useful ideas and pictures about what our life is and what it means. So let's start with, you know, the voices of discouragement, because we all have those. So when we're trying to get on a task that maybe we find difficult, where we're wanting to try something that scares us, in my mind anyway, I have two or three different voices. One of them is the, you've got this, you can do it. It's going to be hard, but I believe in myself. I know I can do hard things. I also have the, well, don't get your hopes up. (laughs) There's that one. Don't get your hopes up, Blaze. It might go sideways. Everything always goes sideways. So, you know, you're going to try your best and that's great. And I'm proud of you for that. But just be prepared when this all goes to crap. And then closely tied to that one is the voice that says, um, it's just who you are to not get that far. And that, that one I don't like very much, but it's certainly there. It's the, you're going to disappoint yourself 
don't, don't be too disappointed. It's just how it is. And don't worry. You have people who care about you that'll love you anyway, even though you failed miserably at X, Y, or Z. And to an extent, the interesting thing is I believe all of them. Like they're all my voices. They're all my beliefs, right? So I have memory of being able to accomplish a great many things. I I know I work hard. I know I apply myself. I know I'm going to give it my best. So that's the one that's cheering me on going, you've got this, even though you've had to do hard things in the past, you've totally done it. It's okay. Um, Even if it's challenging, even if it doesn't go perfectly, you're going to figure it out. And that's the part of me that remembers, hey, you know, you made it through school, you got really good grades, you've graduated, you've made it through difficult relationships and breakups, and those things were hard. You know, you've been scared in the past, and you've, you know, gone ziplining and thrown yourself off the edge of a tree and fallen to the ground on this little zipline thing. That was pretty scary, but you totally did it, and you trusted in yourself, and you were fine. You're a survivor, Blaze. So that's cool. I kind of like that voice, (laughs) that belief. The one that says, don't get your hopes up. It's funny because it reminds me so much of being a little kid and, you know, wanting the world to be amazing. Like I want to win first place. I want to get into this amazing college. I want to, um, have this boyfriend or whatever it is, like young adolescent dreams. Right. And then having your friends and even like my mom being like, well, they're looking out for me. They're saying, don't get your hopes up. Like it might not work out the way you think. And that voice too, that belief has some weight because I even see myself being that voice now where I can look at the bigger picture of things and go, eh, I can see the bigger picture. I see that things aren't moving in the way that I ideally would want things to move. I shouldn't get my hopes up because it looks like this is going to happen. Not this trying too hard might not really be worth the effort. So I believe that voice too, even though it's kind of a downer and I don't like hearing that voice. And I also understand that everyone around me has a voice like that that says, don't get your hopes up. Don't try too hard. The wind isn't blowing in this direction and maybe um, make your expectations more realistic. And then of course, there's the third voice, which is the crappiest of them all that just says, ah, you're just a person who doesn't get to have your ideal. It's never going to happen. Um, Honestly, just go ahead and be lazy because it's not even worth it. And if you could just do that, then you would be okay. And of course, to an extent, I believe that one too, right? And I don't like that I have belief in that as well, because that's a really disappointing, sad thing to believe. And yet there it is. And it's a part of me. So how do I live with all those voices and how do you motivate yourself to still like go with the gung-ho like woohoo blaze you can do hard things it's totally worth it keep going you'll achieve how do you make that voice stand out and be the stronger one when you have the hey have some realistic expectations and oh by the way like if you just shelter yourself now you won't have to deal with being disappointed we can just head straight there and be disappointed now and then just get over it <laughs> Oh my gosh so where do these voices come from? And I, I'm sure that they're just this accumulated um, experiences. They're voices that sometimes sound like people or conversations that we've had in our past. They are compilations of results that we've seen in our life. And then they just turn into these beliefs. And most of the time, they're kind of subconscious. 
And we don't really recognize that they're all coming from a different place. So you have to kind of sit still long enough to notice your thoughts to be able to go like, oh, wait, that sounds kind of like what I heard when I was five and broke my leg or whatever it was. And people were telling me, don't jump off that. (laughs) Don't jump off onto the concrete. That's something bad's going to (laughs) happen. And then something bad happened. And that's the voice and the feeling that I get when I'm going to do this exciting thing in my life where I'm going to like jump off the cliff into this new unknown world of business, or I'm going to try this new move. And there's the part of me that says, yes, I can do anything. There's the part that says like, maybe this isn't the greatest idea. And then there's the part that says, oh, you're going to regret it. And all of them surface. So what's interesting about these beliefs and thoughts is that all of them have a central feeling. So the part that's like, oh, this is going to go sideways has that sinking pit feeling in your stomach. There's the part that says, um, recognize the way the wind blows. That that's how I call the cautious one that says, um, I'm noticing what's going on in the world and it does not look ideal at this particular moment, or maybe we should be cautious. That one actually feels more neutral to me. It's more of a, just, Hey, just take a minute, look around, make a decision based off of that. And then there's the woohoo, you can do anything feeling, which feels really good and it's exciting. I actually feel like it works well in conjunction with the neutral one, right? (laughs) You want to have the woohoo, I can do anything combined with the let's pay attention to when the right time for that might be. The sinking pit one, I mean, they all serve a purpose. They all serve a purpose because I think the one that says, oh, things are going to go horribly awry here, like that voice comes up for a reason. It's there to protect us. It's there to protect me from doing something stupid and having a bad experience again, right? So when we notice ourselves having continually the same kind of thought, the same tone of voice, the same tone of feeling, it's coming from somewhere. And when I notice the sinking pit one, I really have to look and go, okay, is this actually related to this current situation or is it a memory? have I taken a a huge oversweeping generalization lesson that really was only specific to one event? How does it actually relate now? So what am I protecting myself from? And sometimes, I mean, obviously, if you're protecting yourself from physical danger and doing something physically very dangerous, probably a good idea to listen to that sucker. Um, A lot of times in my life, though, what I'm attempting to do is not a matter of survival or pain maybe that voice doesn't need to have as much weight as I might give it if I wasn't consciously considering it. So in short, there's so many different interpretations of my reality, of my goals and things that I'm working towards. And there's so many different voices that want to make themselves heard around each decision that I make. I'm in this process of attempting to open up my horizons and see, you know, what can I allow to happen next? Who could I become? How can I help more in the world? A lot of that is very scary. (laughs) You know, when you open yourself up to possibility, there's like this vast unknown. And how many times have I really done that in my life? And how many times do most people do that in our lives? I think most of the time we do it out of necessity, not out of choice. So, you know, we find ourselves suddenly employed or unemployed, having a child, losing someone that we love, moving. Like a lot of it isn't because we've just decided one day to be like, hey, I think I'm going to open myself up and see what I can shift up and change in my life. 
generally, I don't think humans like that very much because <laughs> we find it scary. It's, it's difficult. It's big. It's different. We don't know what might happen. And so as you face any of those changes, most of the time we just kind of muddle through it. We go through it very quickly. We do what's most familiar to us or what other people who have already walked that path have done, because that makes it feel a little safer. And then our voices, our beliefs about it are formed kind of on the fly. And I think that's why the voices sometimes match or sound like people and memories and experiences that we've had is because when we pick them up, when we have that belief, we were kind of just in the middle of it. We were in the middle of something challenging. Someone said something or we had this experience and that moment gets crystallized in there. And we're like, oh yes, that that's, this is the thing. This is the truth about this experience. But I ask myself a lot now, is it really true or was it just a moment? Is it true or is that just the lens that I saw it through at that time? And that itself is a really interesting question. So when I have the thought like, oh, geez, I'm waking up late again. I'm so lazy. There's so much stuff I have to do. Here's the other interesting one. If I haven't already gotten it perfect by like 9am, the whole day is ruined. Like it, there's crazy, crazy thoughts in there. And I have to struggle and work with them every day. <laughs> and I know you have stuff like that too, where if things just go slightly awry or it's not the way you planned it the night before, and let's be honest, like almost never do I wake up and have my day follow perfectly the plan that I laid out the night before. Cause I can go to bed and think like, oh yes, Blaze, you're going to wake up and it's going to be sunny and beautiful. You'll wake up with a smile on your face before you even have to get up. And somehow, you know, your husband's already going to have brushed his teeth and been out of the bathroom and he wouldn't have woken you up. That would be miraculous. And then you're going to like get up and stretch and do some Qigong or yoga and do your energy work. And then you're going to brush your teeth and go downstairs and like cook this wonderful breakfast that's so healthy for you. And then your child will get up and you'll get her ready for school. It'll be so seamless. You'll go and drive. And like, does any of that ever happen? No. What actually happens is you wake up or I wake up. I'm frustrated because there was a dream and I almost remembered it, but I can't quite remember it. I try to write it down. Most of it's gone. My child wakes up, comes in, like throws herself across me as I'm trying to write down the dream. I'm like, ah, everything is just kind of crazy. She's got questions. She wants to tickle my armpit. I'm not in the mood for it because I just woke up and I'm cranky. And then, you know, the day just happens. And honestly, like that's not different from anyone else's day. <laughs> Everyone wakes up and it's kind of a mess the whole way through. It's a mess all the way through, but there's beauty in that mess and that's okay. I've completely lost my train of thought about where I was going with these beliefs. Oh, no, I didn't actually. So the thought that I had around this is, are these beliefs about how things are supposed to go or how I handle them or what's going to happen, are they useful? Are they helpful to how I'm experiencing my life? Or are they making my life a living hell? And I think that's actually the question that most of us should be asking, not so much about where did this voice come from and why is it here? I mean, those those questions I think are helpful and they can help you learn more about yourself and more about how you've structured your reality and then maybe more about how you're more likely to structure your reality in the future. But the more important thing is to go, hey, when I have this thought, how, do it, how does it make me feel? When I feel that way, what then happens? 
am I kind of a shitty person for the rest of the day because I had this thought and I'm believing it? Or am I kind of a better person because I had this thought and I believed it? And I would say, hang on to the ones that make you feel like a better person or make your day better in some way. If you feel like having a certain thought or a belief or a feeling makes you show up as a, a you that you like more, well, heck, hang on to that thought. That's so useful. It's so helpful. I love the thought that says I can get through anything and I'll figure it out. It's helped me get through a lot of things and figure a lot of things out. It's part of my central identity, right? And I like the one that says I'm a compassionate person and I'm going to help people out the best that I can and I want to relate to them. That's helped me make a lot of friends and it's helping me raise a really kind and fun kid. That totally is working for me. The one that isn't working for me is if if I haven't managed to set things up perfectly, then it's all going wrong. Like that thought comes up all the time. And I've learned to just go, oh, there that is again. And as many times as I can, just set it aside and be like, yeah, that, that's not helpful. And I guess that's what I would want to leave you with this week is to go, what thoughts and beliefs do you have that maybe you've had for a really long time? that just you notice today haven't been hugely helpful, that kind of make you feel shitty or act shitty, and you don't want to do that anymore. And what if you just gave yourself permission to be like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to notice that one now, and I'm not going to believe it as much as I did yesterday. What would happen if I didn't believe it as much as I did yesterday? And I think when you continually meet that thought and respond to it in that way, what if I just didn't believe you as much as I did last time I heard this. Over time, you can rapidly change your life. You change the way that you feel and act. And when that voice comes up, it doesn't derail you so much. It doesn't make your day complete crap. It doesn't make you question yourself so much like the the laziness thought. Truly, that one comes up still, but I don't believe it anymore. Not believing it feels amazing. <laughs> not believing it means even if I get up late and I choose, it's funny because now I can say that now if I choose to sit and watch a TV show for an hour, like what a luxury. I don't think that that's laziness anymore. I think of it as that's just a choice. I chose to do that for an hour and it means nothing about the core of who I am as a human being. I, I don't need to judge myself for doing something fun for an hour or something frivolous for an hour. And I used to, and that didn't serve me. It didn't serve me well. I just would always feel in desperate need of a break and then feel horrible for taking a break. So if you have anything like that, I beg of you, find a way to meet that thought, meet that belief and challenge it and just say, Hey, what if it's not true just for today? And I believe it a little bit less than I did yesterday. My friends, I hope that you have lots of really awesome beliefs and lots of really awesome voices in your head. Here's to making them a little bit louder and turning down the volume on all the ones that are making our lives kind of a hassle. I hope you have a marvelous week and I will catch you next time. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.